Welcome to Bullies, Wimps, and Poverty Pimps, a bi-weekly podcast with me, Dr. Kish Kumi Price. Have you ever wondered why the resources that were created for the people who need them the most never really get to them? Or if they do, have you wondered why they have to jump through so many hoops? I'm Dr. Kish Kumi Price, and I have been an advocate for marginalized populations for over 20 years. We cannot just blame it on the system, for the system is made up of people, people like you and me. The reason why the system continues to oppress individuals and communities is because there is a convention. Yes, a convention of bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps. You might be thinking, where is this convention and who are these people? Well, thank you for joining me on this journey as we call out these bad actors and begin to reveal, heal, and instill a sense of mobilization to prevent the damage caused by bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps. So to get us started in this first episode, I would like to share, as someone who has dedicated the majority of my life to the cause of advocating for Black and Brown people and marginalized populations in general, I feel incredibly called to share my story. I was born and raised in Flint, Michigan in the 80s, where I witnessed too many divides, clear divides between classes within my own family even, is where I began to question why such a divide even existed. I witnessed my dad and my mom working hard to make a living so that we could live in safer neighborhoods only to simultaneously witness white flight. I didn't know the term at the time, but I remember being in elementary school and asking one of my white neighbors and classmates why they were moving. She said, no offense, and I remember to this day, she said, no offense, but my dad said there are too many Black people moving into this neighborhood. And I paused, and I thought about it, and she was right. There were more Black people moving into our neighborhood, and I liked it. So why was her dad so upset about it? I also witnessed my maternal grandmother working hard to take care of her family while living in the projects on government assistance and creating her own side hustles, you know, by doing things like selling freeze cups in the summertime. I did not expect that this clear divide between classes and races would be so apparent everywhere I would move from there. And I've lived in a lot of places, y'all. I've lived in Franklin, Tennessee, where I also spent some of my formative years. I went to school in Winston-Salem, North Carolina at Wake Forest University. I've lived in Greensboro, North Carolina, Miami, Florida, Bridgeport, Connecticut, Vernon, Connecticut, Woodbridge, Virginia, Huntington, West Virginia, Columbia, Missouri, and Louisville, Kentucky. I listed a lot of places. I listed the various places I've lived in the U.S. to give context to what I'm about to say. Although each city varied in how prepared it was to address the needs of marginalized populations, I noticed that in the cities that were ripe for significant positive change for black and brown people, the bullies, wimps and poverty pimps would not allow it to be so. They would not allow that change to happen, that significant change. 
they were okay with incremental change, but they did not want exponential change. Why? Because it would disrupt the system. So on one level, to break it down for you, my observation has been that there are certain people who have acquired power, typically poverty pimps, the bullies, that they're unwilling to relinquish for the good of the whole. So individualism is prioritized over collectivism. In other words, the I is more important than the we. But it cannot be so blatantly obvious that this is the impetus or drive. So to the public, it looks like great things are happening. Great things are happening here. However, there is a watered down version of community success because the people in the room are trying to determine how they can benefit. And I told you who was in the room, right? When all plates have been passed out to the individuals to eat, there is nothing left but crumbs for the community from a really good meal. It was a really good idea. It was a really good grant. It was a really good campaign. I started my career as a school counselor with the idea of going to the heart of the people who needed the most support, the most vulnerable, our kids. As I realized that there were so many issues that could not be addressed from my position, I started a journey upstream to see how these issues originate. The issues that I'm talking about are the issues that my kids came to school with, the issues that they then shared were present in their homes, with their families and in their communities. I have witnessed bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps at every level as I started that journey upstream. I saw the gatekeepers. I saw how things got done and didn't get done. As expected, most of the culprits were undiagnosed racist, but surprisingly, many of them were black and brown or identified with the marginalized population they were supposed to be advocating for. And no, this is not about blame or the race game. This is about calling a spade a spade. We cannot expect transformative change while people continue to permit this warped system to play, to play out. Every individual has power, whether they know it or have not chosen to actualize it. As a former school counselor, I can recall teaching lessons on bullying prevention and counseling students who had been the aggressor or had been bullied by others. Both individuals needed support and healing. Both individuals, the aggressor and that those being bullied. Yes, the bullies also need help. This starts with acknowledging the harm that they have caused and supporting them with proper healing and accountability. Here's some facts. According to Psychology Today, research has shown that bullies have a distinct psychological makeup. They lack pro-social behavior, are untroubled by anxiety, and do not understand others' feelings. They exhibit a distinctive cognitive feature, a kind of paranoia. They misread the intentions of others, often imputing hostility in neutral situations. You see, bullies are often acting out on previous injurious acts that they have endured, which is why they also need help. And as I think back on it, bullies have always been present in my life, and I'm sure they've been present in yours, and you might be one. 
I remember being targeted in elementary school by bullies because they took issue with the grades I made or who liked me that didn't like them. I remember learning chants in school, undoubtedly created by young bullies in training or professional bullies. Uh, chants like U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Yeah, yeah, you ugly. You see, our society is almost programmed to welcome, groom, and empower bullies. They often become leaders who are ill-equipped to even lead themselves into becoming better humans, but they are rewarded with jobs that result in emboldening their bullying spirits. There are also wimps, okay? They are not necessarily the victims of bullying, not here where I'm talking about wimps. These are the people who bear witness to bullying, but choose to remain silent for fear of retaliation and impact to their status, careers, or livelihood. They cower under the guise of minding my business or it didn't happen to me, but they are well aware of what they saw and heard and they cannot unsee what they saw nor not hear what they heard. These folks prefer to stay on the fringes of self-serving benefit and they're eager to jump in when there are enough people on whatever side is popular for fear of being the only one standing for justice for the individual or for the whole. I need to clarify, that's our definition for wimps on this podcast. The wimps today can be found all around us. They duck off in cubicles and offices they hide out in their houses. They send private chat messages of support when they could have supported your statements when everyone was on the Zoom in the main room, right? They are the folks who were employed to stand up for others, but choose to remain silent so that they can keep their prestigious titles and, and paychecks. They are the people who have been muted by their employers. They are the ones that have been forced into signing non-disclosure agreements, those NDAs, because of concern of public display of their malpractice. This is where I once identified. I have wimped out in times past for concern of my reputation and protecting the livelihood of my family. So I understand, which is why I know reform is possible. And then there are the poverty pimps. Who are those folks? <laughs> those who have decided that they can have a double win. They can look like they are doing good while benefiting off of the feast set for those they should be serving in order to serve themselves. And if you were wondering if it's possible to be a bully, a wimp, and a poverty pimp at the same time, the answer is yes. These are the worst of these. And, and that's not just my personal assessment. I'm a woman of faith. I'd like to share with you. Here's what the Bible has to say about them. The wicked, they call it, they're, they're referred to as the wicked. The wicked arrogantly hunt down the poor. Let them be caught in the evil they plan for others. For they brag about their evil desires. They praise the greedy and curse the Lord. The wicked are too proud to seek God. They seem to think that God is dead, yet they succeed in everything they do. 
They do not see your punishment awaiting them. They sneer at all their enemies. They think nothing bad will ever happen to us. We will be free of trouble forever. Their mouths are full of cursing, lies, and threats. Trouble and evil are on their lips and the tip are on the tips of their tongues. They lurk in ambush in the villages, waiting to murder innocent people. They are always searching for helpless victims. Like lions, crouched in hiding, they wait to pounce on the helpless. Like hunters, they capture the helpless and drag them away in nets. Their helpless victims are crushed. They fall beneath the strength of the wicked. The wicked think, God isn't watching us. He has closed his eyes and won't even see what we do. Arise, O Lord, punish the wicked, O God. Do not ignore the helpless. Why do the wicked get away with despising God? They think God will never call us to account. But you see the trouble and grief they cause. You take note of it and punish them. The helpless put their trust in you. You defend the orphans. Then it goes on to say, break the arms of these wicked, evil people. Go after them until the last one is destroyed. And that passage is from the, the 10th Psalm. So you see, our nation is overpopulated with bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps. And this has been on the record for quite some time for our world. But there is hope. For every bully, there is healing. For every wimp, there is strength to be courageous. For every poverty pimp, there is repentance to turn from your wicked ways and, and to do what is right. Y'all, let, let's heal, be courageous, and do what's right and represent the fighting spirit that this nation worked so hard to monetize. Join me for the next step in this journey in a couple weeks as we break down the characteristics and strategic attacks of bullies. Knowledge is power. You need to know how they move so you can call them out, so you won't play a part in their game. As my amazing grandmother said, when you know better, do better. And as the great Maya Angelou said, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Many of us have been doing the best we can, the best we know how to do, but it's time to know better, knowledge, so we can do better, action. We have been called not to be bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps. We were created to create, to help, to build, to help one another, and to heal. So as I open this episode with this plea, I will close it the same way. <laughs> Let's reveal, heal, and instill a sense of mobilization to call out and to prevent the damage caused by bullies, wimps, and poverty pimps and let it start with you and me. Be bold, be courageous, be unpimped. <laughs>